Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Playing Thrill with Froggy, Brian Golf, and Wacker. It's another edition of the Playing Through podcast. Froggy from Elvis Duran in the morning show at Froggy Radio on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Here with Brian Golf at B R Y A N Golf on Instagram. Brian Wacker, not here now for a solid week because that guy plays more golf than anybody we know. We figured that out at this point. I thought he played more golf than you, uh, Brian, but he doesn't. Well, I don't play that much golf. I mean, deep down, Froggy, you're the one that actually plays the most golf, probably, out of all of us. My, <laughs> my, I've got to play a lot of golf this week because my wife and son are out of town. Right. So, you know, that's freed me up, obviously. The only reason I don't play golf is because of my family. You know, so I just put the blame on them when I suck. And I'm the one with the worst score and the one that needs the most when it comes to podcasts like this with training aids. I think you just need the most speed. Actually, Frog, you just need to gain some speed. We've got the guys, Kyle and Mike, from Super Speed Golf. Uh, great training aid that I've had some great experience with. And a lot of PGA Tour pros that you watch uh, warm up on social media. Or maybe if you catch them, you go to a tour event, you see these Super Speed sticks out there. Well, see them on TV. They're all using them. I'm going to read you a list of names here of people who are using this device. And this is just a very short list. But all names you know, Charles Howell III, Xander Shoffley, Phil Mickelson, Billy Horschel. have seen so many posts of him at home in his gym swinging the super speed golf sticks. Uh, Graham McDowell, Ches Reavy, just to name a few, are all using this system and swinging the club faster. Good morning, guys, and thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having us. You know, I'd also like to add there... You know, I'm glad you mentioned all the names because we try not to. We actually haven't we haven't actually paid any of these guys to use our stuff. They're using it because it works. And at this point, I think our count's up to well over 400 tourist players around the world. It's about half of the guys in the world now are actually using this product professionally. And you're not paying it. See, that, but see, to me, that speaks volumes. Like for example, we saw a study a little while back. TaylorMade had like. 10, like nine of the top 10 guys in strokes gained off the tee or distance were tailor-made. Only four of those guys were under contract. The rest of them are playing it because it works. So that says a lot about your product that you're not paying guys, but yet the system works in helping people swing the club faster because let's be honest, nobody ever said, hey, you know what? I think I hit the ball a little too far. I, I want to slow down my swing. 
tell us a little bit about how did this come to fruition? How did you get this device and how did you get it into the player's hands so that people can see that it works? Yeah, I mean, we just essentially this system came about at our coaching academies. So we, we found this concept called overload underload training um, that uses lighter weight clubs relative to player's driver in this case to uh, essentially make the body move faster. And then once it's moving faster, add load a little bit so that we can actually start to create a permanent change in how fast the body reacts when you pull the trigger on the golf swing. And that's really the whole concept of overspeed training. Um, We're making the body move faster during the golf swing. And then we're gradually going through three different weighted clubs, two that are lighter than the driver, one that's just slightly heavier. And then as we go through that whole system, we can create a permanent jump in club speed for players. Who was one of the first people that used it on tour and they said, hey, this is increasing my club head speed? We had a guy, his name was Clint Rice, and he was on uh, the Australasian tour and the web.com tour. So he came to us in the very beginning. We're just over three and a half years old, and he was one of those guys that was like 105, 106 miles per hour. And he could get away with that speed down in Australia because you can run the ball and it's a very dry condition. But when he came over to the U.S., he was just just getting crushed by all the competition. So he came to us about that 105, 106. He went through a session with us and immediately jumped to 112 miles an hour. And he had been working for years trying to get his club head speed up. And he didn't believe it. He thought we were messing with him, showing him the track man numbers. Well, anyway, we got to actually personally work with him after that. And after nine months, he was cruising around 118 miles per hour club head speed. And we have all the data from his 3D stuff and TrackMan stuff. And so he was one of our first kind of tour players we got our hands on. And he had one of the biggest increases we've ever seen. That's unreal. Like, for example, and I just got fitted not long ago, but Brian Golf here, he fit me. What was my driver club head speed? Like 96, 95? It was, I think it was. I think it was somewhere around like 98. Honestly. 98. I think okay, so. so. Yeah, so yeah. 98. I'm somebody okay. that can use a system like this that would help me gain club bed speed. I've never been able to consistently swing the club over 100 miles per hour. Right. So we see an average of about a 5% jump in club speed for players, and that's across the board with ability levels and ages and everything. So, you know, I would imagine if you're starting in 98, we'd probably see you jump to somewhere in that, like, 103 range. Uh, that would happen, you know, typically after the first session, and it takes about four to six weeks of regular practice with the system for that to become permanent. Now, when I say regular practice, it's not like I need you to do this, like, 10 hours a day. Like, the training system, the training protocols that we've built take about – you know, in the, at the start, like five to six minutes, the advanced ones, maybe eight to ten minutes to go through. <laughs> and we found that uh, three times a week is optimal for uh, permanency in those games. Wow. And what's good about it is that you don't have to be at the golf course. You don't have to be at the driving range. You could do it in your garage. You could do it in your front yard. You could do it in your house if there's enough room. I mean, it really is something that you could take anywhere with you. Yeah, we just posted a repost of a video of uh, Brian doing his kneeling swings in his driveway. That's my next question is I see, I've seen Brian do the kneeling one. I've also seen Billy Horschel do the kneeling one. Billy swears by super speed golf. I mean, says that it increases club head speed. It's it's made a huge difference in his game. He loves it. The kneeling swings, is that part of your program? That's part of the process? We've got actually six different levels of training protocols built out that one can work through. So you don't just take the system and not know what to do with it. It's all video-based and each one's structured just like a training in the gym program where you have your reps and your sets, you bang it out and then you go on to the next level as you, as you progress. So uh, Brian's into his second level. We start to add those kneeling swings. We'll also add some 
like a step in drill and also some like happy Gilmore or running start swing. Oh. So it gets a little bit more intense, but definitely more fun as you get into the more advanced level. Those are my favorite, the happy Gilmore swings, basically, because you're just all out putting everything into it. I mean, and that's, you know, with Froggy doing super speed, if he was to do it, my my first thing I would tell him is, Froggy, you've got to swing the shit out of these things because you he's got this smooth-looking tempo. His tempo, tempo is so smooth. You can't just, like, grab them and just take your normal golf swing. Like, you've got to try to swing them harder. It teaches you to swing them harder. If I say anything wrong, by the way, both of you, Kyle, Mike, interrupt me because I'm, I'm like a novice when it comes to this right. stuff. I, I'll talk to these nope. guys. I've met them a couple of times, and they just blow my mind with their, you know, with their knowledge of the golf swing and, and fitness in that sense and what these things do. But, yeah, you got to go so hard with them. So my question is, is there sure. a positions that you have to hit? Like, do you need to have that flat wrist? Or is it really, are you just focusing on spinning the body and moving your arms as fast as you can while you're training with these? Yeah, so I would answer that this way. Look, you know, swing mechanics are important. You know, they certainly are. But what we find is swing mechanics tend to be way overcoached on the side of, you know, the opposite of that being just pure athleticism and letting letting the rotational motion of your body kind of control more of your golf swing. We certainly see that far more in detail on tour with, with the best players in the world. They are far more athletic and powerful than most of your amateur golfers. So, to, to jump back one second, though, you know, the only thing I would say is that I don't like to really tell people I want you to swing this as hard as possible. I actually like the word fast, you know, trying to make the club move as fast as possible. I think hard has a bad connotation. And the other thing that we find, you know, we use a little, like, uh, speed radar device that allows us to see actually how fast the clubs are moving during the training for a player. And a lot of times what you'll see is a player will get up there and, you know, they'll grip the club harder, they'll tense up, they'll really try to go hard at it. And what you see is the speed actually goes down in those cases sometimes. So one of the other sides of the training is that because there's not a lot of specific form coaching that we do, we're really just asking the simple goal, try to make this club move as fast as you can down through the hitting zone. People start to figure out how to do that, and they figure out that it's, it's actually the opposite of what they think sometimes. It's not getting more tense and aggressive. It's more, you know, lightening up the grip, getting more relaxed, allowing the body to sequence and slow and create a more efficient energy transfer is a lot of the ways that people actually start to create more speed when they're working with our system. On the heels of the kneeling swings, I had a couple people, people always, they always know more than you. Oh, of course. They Everybody's know more an expert. It's period. So I've got two people, and I'm going to just read these comments, and then I want you guys to answer because you'll give me the proper answer. The first one was, I never understood the reason for the knee swing. Are you working on sequence or core rotation or all of the above? And then the other comment was, that's the worst drill I have ever seen. Your coil involves your lower body, and so does club head speed. You're inflating people's handicaps. This was on the video of me in my driveway. So Mike, Mike's the PGA professional and swing coach. I think he can really answer that one well. All right, so here's, here's the deal on the kneeling swings. Kneeling swings are actually a fantastic drill because most players have very poor control, especially of their pelvis in their golf swing. So let's talk about their hips or their pelvis, all right? What the kneeling swings do, if you do them properly, is they actually take away the stable base that you normally have with your legs, and they make it very hard for the player to fire the lower body and sequence the pelvis properly in the golf swing. So any good golf drill is supposed to make whatever you're trying to do harder so that you have to work hard to actually figure it out, and then you go back to normal and everything seems really easy. So 
the kneeling swings are not about upper body speed nearly as much as they are about creating better and more efficient motion of the pelvis and the torso in the golf swing. Okay. Right. So that makes sense. So, that, so the thing is you're not as much focused on mechanics as you are. You're really focusing on teaching your body to swing the club, as you said, faster, not necessarily harder. I want a more efficient energy transfer in the golf swing. That's really what we're after. We're after more efficient energy transfer, more aggressive and efficient ground force mechanics, leading to more efficient rotational sequencing and energy transfer, leading to better you know, wrist and club lag, and therefore more more power and more speed at the end of the at the end of the chain. Will these devices help you create more lag? Because you hear everybody talks about lag. Lag is the one thing you want to get distance. But the second you quote try to create lag in your golf swing, it doesn't happen. Will <laughs> these devices help you create lag? Yeah, for sure. And and that's the thing we often see is mechanical things tend to clean up doing this because there's no club head on the end. We're actually or club face on the end. We're actually just having a small weight where you have to figure out how to move that as fast as you can through the hitting zone and. If you start to do funky things mechanically, you'll notice it slows down. So oftentimes we start to see people use their lower body more effectively, press into the ground more effectively, start to sequence more effectively, and therefore start to hold the lag better. And it's going all up through the chain. And the goal through the training is if I get more athletic, if I get my sequencing better, obviously my club head speed is going to increase at the same time. Right. Brian has been trying to help me and trying to get me to get club head speed for quite a while this device sounds like it is tailor-made for somebody like me it's tailor-made for everyone if you want more speed and we all do i think this thing is tailor-made for everyone but your biggest problem on the golf course i'm always playing golf swing and not just swinging through the ball i'm always trying to hit a position or trying to do this or do that yeah and honestly though you just you just put the ball in play which is great but you know, you're hitting hybrid in the you know holes where I'm hitting like eight iron sometimes. So this but, device really truly is something that I could use right off the bat. And, and you said sometimes some of my very first use that you're seeing somebody gain up to 5% uh, in club head speed, correct? Absolutely. Uh, it usually happens after the first session. It won't be permanent after the first session, but you'll see that jump in speed right after the first session. And, you know, to your point about being out on the golf course, you know, the other thing I don't think people realize all the time is it's great to hit the ball 20 yards further off the tee. I don't think there's any golfer in the world that doesn't want that. But what you also see when you see this increase in club speed is you also hit your 7-iron further, you hit your 8-iron further. You know, all of that stuff starts to improve as well. You start to see the ball flying a little bit higher because more ball speed helping with more spin. You get more stopping power. Like, there's a lot of aspects of your game that tend to clean up very quickly. And also, you know, you get that better proximity to the hole from hitting shorter clubs in, and your scores start to go down, all from just increasing your club speed. Dude, I need this thing, like, yesterday. No, you do. You know what else that's really good, especially for showing off at Top Golf? When you do the super speed training system, right. you actually train both sides. So you have to do left-handed. For a rider, you have to do left-handed swings. Oh, really? So I've actually been able to. The more I do this, the better I get at lefty swings. What is the purpose of training both sides, boys? Well, we have the kind of in-your-face purpose of, obviously, we want you to keep accelerating both ways. So when you're doing speed training, we don't want to get an imbalance of just training speed one direction both for injury sake and also we're working on sequencing. So even though you're working on your non-dominant left-handed swings, you'll see your sequencing and your speeds improve when you go back to your dominant side. 
And we've actually even seen players who just do left-handed swing only increase their speed on their dominant side for those reasons. Is it kind of like going to the gym and only doing curls with your right arm? You know, like in the golf swing, can you really build up, uh, I guess, an imbalance in your body and the strength to where it ruins your golf swing? Well, you will see, if you see a right-handed player, the whole right side of their torso will be typically much more muscularly defined. So the whole side of your back and the front, because you're accelerating left so hard. Yes, you're rotating both ways, but you'll see a lot of imbalance because you're moving left all the time in an acceleration pattern. So we love you getting going the other direction, especially because we're training speed both ways and we don't want to induce any type of you know further imbalance or injury during the training. That's why I only have three abs. I only have a three-pack. It's all on my right side. I, I'm playing too much golf. Every time oh. I see somebody with a six-pack of abs, I'm like, uh, I don't think they put – when they assembled me in the assembly line – I think I got left out of that line because I don't have those. You're the one person that yeah, does it because they say everybody's got abs. They're just covered with fat. You yeah. Froggy's the one person that he doesn't even have those. I don't even have those. I don't, I don't have any of that. How do I go about getting your product? Yeah, so the easiest way is just on our website, superspeedgolf.com. Um, you can get those. You can get bundles with our little radar device that helps you see exactly how fast the swing's moving all the time. And then we also have all of access to all of the different training protocols, really about two years' worth of training uh, to use with the product is all available right there on the website. I get a lot of people that ask me, you know, what, what do you do with these? How do you do them? And I just send them to the website because the website truly has everything you need there. I had a question, you know, about the kneeling swings. And so I went to the website and I, you know, figured them out. And I noticed there's a men's version, there's a women's version, there's a senior version, there's a junior version. There's a long drive version. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. A, there's a, for, for whatever you need it for, it's there. Their website is superspeedgolf.com. And promo code, Brian Golf, Brian with a Y. Sorry, boy, is going to take some money from you here. People are going to save. You uh, you save a little bit, I think 10%. Is that what it is? It is. We like supporting your community, Brian, and getting it out to all your followers and listeners. Pick up your own. Once again, the website is superspeedgolf.com. <laughs> Speedgolf.com. Use promo code BRYAN, Brian Golf, and pick up some club head speed. And like they said, the best part about it is you're not only going to hit your drive further, but then you're going to hit your seven iron further. You're going to hit every club in your bag further. You have shorter irons in the greens, closer proximity to the hole, and your scores are going to go down. No more hybrids in the par fours, Froggy. No more for me. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for having us. I think you've had enough. Playing through. No. Now you've had enough. With Froggy, Brian, Golf, and Wacker. Bitch. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.